0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Peace of Authenticity Podcast. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. And we are the Andersons. In 2020, the Lord really challenged us on starting our own podcast. And
1: so we invite you to join us on the journey of following Jesus every day. So let's grow together and learn together.
0: What's going on, everybody? Hello,
1: everyone.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Um. So wait, what was it we even talked about last week? I just forgot.
1: Um. Egypt. Moses. Yeah.
0: I hope you guys really like that. If you haven't watched those, go back and look at them. Like, it's like,
1: yeah, we had a very
0: good. It was time cool in the time up of and Moses. Reading
1: that information. Yes, yeah. It was, awesome. it was
0: awesome, but today we're actually going to be focusing on something that that hits more home for each and every one of us. Not necessarily a biblical historical type podcast, something that's more on the lines of you and I, like us, all of us, mm-hmm. as followers of Christ. And um, I want to start out just talking about today the, I want to start reading John chapter 14. And um, I think it's going to be really good. I hope that you guys are following along with us and everything, but we're going to start in verse 25 John 14. And it says, these things I have spoken to you while I'm with you. This is Jesus and he's talking to the disciples at this point and in verse 26 he says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Verse 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Did you want me to keep reading that, or do you want to keep is that it?
1: If you feel like that's good, then we're good.
0: Yeah. So, okay, so what I wanted to talk about really fast before we kind of dive into what, what we have to share is that word peace right there in verse 27, when it says peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. That word peace, you probably already guessed it, means the Hebrew word shalom, which if you've done any type of studying over that word at all, which I, we encourage you to do, please dive into shalom. And I hope that through this episode, you will want to dive more into that mm-hmm. um, because we're, that's what we're here to talk about today. But shalom actually is something that means something very much deeper than just the word peace. A lot of times in like the American context, in the American culture, we talk about peace, we talk about don't let anybody rob your peace, 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 all this stuff. But the word Shalom in the Hebrew language is much more rich than just the word peace. It has multiple meanings and that's what we wanted to share today.
1: Yeah and um, Sorry, I was just thinking even about the name of the podcast, piece of authenticity, but it's the other piece, like a piece of pie, but also there's peace in being authentic. But anyways, that was just a side thought in my head. That's what Squirrel. happens. That's what happens sometimes in my head. Um Aubrey would definitely understand that, not that you do it, but that I do it when you talk to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Wait. Squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. You do it sometimes too, right?
0: No. Oh, I'm, just me. I'm always attentive. That's what we're going to say here in front of everyone.
1: Yep. That's what we're going to agree to. Okay. Anyways. Yes. Um, so, yeah, this actually, um is it's going to connect a little bit with some of our Israel trip, but not like one of the destinations. It was just a day there in Israel that really meant a lot to us, but we'll go into that in just a minute. But I, I will go into, it was probably like two or three mornings ago. And the night before, I could not sleep very well. Um, My son went to go stay with um, my sisters. And they were so excited. And I was excited for him. And he had such a good time. But then, you know, as a parent, if you are a parent, it starts getting in your head all the things that could go wrong like throughout the night. Like, oh my gosh, what if I get I'm going to put my phone on loud if I get a call in the middle of the night. Like, what if something happens in the middle of the night while he's sleeping? I don't know. Like, all these things start racing through my mind. And I, I realized that I can tend, I I can be an anxious person, but I would like to think of myself as, I just get anxious every once in a while. I wouldn't classify myself as an anxious person. Maybe Aubrey would say something otherwise. No? Okay, good.
0: That's a a trap. (laughs) Men. It's a trap. (laughs) If you're watching this podcast, don't ever fall for that. It's not true. It's not. That's a, a trap. It's
1: not. <laughs> anyways, anyways, and so, but that morning I was just so annoyed at myself for like the anxious thoughts that were going on, and they just didn't really make sense. And even just the things I had to do the day, but the next day I was thinking in my head at like three in the morning, and it was really annoying. And I was just really, honestly, really aggravated with myself. And so, I sat Me down too. in the morning, you were sleeping. Peacefully, yeah. might I no. add.
0: Okay, yeah, and so I'll say this, I'll add this on the onset too. Like husbands don't do what I did, but um, so everything was fine this whole evening that we were spending together yeah. without our son and everything was good to go. And we were watching we went and watched the movie, we were just hanging out. All of a sudden, right before bed, I noticed like Jordan started getting like super quiet and super anxious. And I actually got annoyed by it as I'm well. Dead. Like, I knew that she was annoyed because she was feeling anxious. And then I was just sitting there going, I'm so confused because everything was fine like 10 minutes ago. And then all of a sudden this hit. And it was a perfect opportunity for me to rise up as a follower of Christ and lead well. And I did not. <laughs> it was awful. Like, I was literally sitting there going, Are you serious? Like, I'm about to go to bed and you're going to get all like this. You know, she asked me to pray for her. And instead of, again, rising up like the leader, spiritual leader of the house that I should have been, I would have been like, I was saying, I don't understand why all of a sudden you just got anxious out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, I started asking questions because... Um, yeah, yeah. He, you wanted I to have a conversation. I super short.
1: He was like, why are you anxious? I was like, you think I know? I don't know. Like, yeah. I was like, how dare you? I don't so, know. So
0: for future reference, right? Men, actually, and even ladies, if you're watching this podcast, if your husband gets that way or whatever, just immediately go to prayer and don't just like try to dive into it because sometimes anxiety comes on and it doesn't make sense and you can't yes, make sense of so it. It's so annoying. And you just got to pray. You just got to take it before the Lord and move on. Anyway, so that's our story. Of falling short. What
1: not to do. Both of us. Because then I was mad. I was like, I don't want you to pray anyway. Yeah. And I,
0: yeah. I was like, so are we going to pray or what? And she's like, no.
1: Yeah. Did you hear how he asked it? Oh, so you want to pray or what? I was like, no, I choose what? I'm going to bed. I'm a slacker. Anyways,
0: <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I didn't
1: really go to bed. I just laid there for a while. But anyways.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I was just so aggravated with myself in the morning. Like, just so annoyed. And I'm not going to lie. I was a little annoyed at him. And that yeah. was annoying on top of that. I was just annoyed and anxious and just... All the things. And so I just go, and I was just praying to the Lord. Like, I was even journaling my prayers. Like, Lord, honestly, I was asking what the heck is wrong with me. Um, I was super aggravated with myself. Um, I thought I had gotten better with anxiousness, but then this rose up, and then I realized the only reason I haven't been anxious in a while is because I keep myself busy. So if my mind is busy, then anxious thoughts can't come in my mind. And I was like, so then I haven't gotten better all along. And my mind was just reeling. And I wrote down this prayer and I asked the Lord, well, I I ultimately came to the conclusion that I don't fully trust the Lord through anxiousness Mm. and through these feelings of worry and fear. I wasn't fully trusting the Lord. So then I was like, Lord, I have not been trusting you. How do I get to that place? How do I get to the place where I trust you? Mm. And I just heard the Lord say, Shalom, not perfection, because if anyone knows me, I try to steer towards the perfection. Shalom can hang out over there. I'm going to (laughs) go, I'm going to try to get it right. Um, I'm going to try not to worry anymore. And if I do worry, I'm just going to keep it down real down, down. So I don't notice or stay busy again or whatever the case be. But I just heard the Lord say very clearly, shalom, not perfection. So I was like, okay, looks like we're diving into a shalom study. I literally wrote that down, shalom study. Mm -hmm. So I go in and I'm reading about what this Hebrew word means. And of course, like we've talked about this before, but the Hebrew, Hebrews were like, their language is beautiful because one word can have so many different meaning meanings. It's like this suitcase stuffed suitcase full of these meanings and these pictures and these like beautiful things. If you study the old Testament Hebrew, all that is just glorious. And so of course I was doing that. I was like, I was opening the suitcase of Shalom and all these different things were coming out. I mean, stuff like completeness, fullness, not just peace, but pieces an aspect mm. of it. it's one of the things in the suitcase. Yeah. And then something, just even being in good health and being well-being, right? And then this other thing I loved is true biblical shalom means an inward an inward sense of completeness and wholeness. An inward sense. So, of course, we always talk about, um, we always say the peace that surpasses all understanding. No matter what's going on, the Lord will give you supernatural peace, which, of course, he does, which is what Aubrey was reading in John, you know, a big portion of that. But also, the Lord invites us to look within, and see mm. the things that are go- that are going on ins- inside of us. And if you're like me, I don't like to look within because usually what within can't be maintained as well as what is outward that mm. you can make look right. Like Jesus was mm. talking about, a lot of those Pharisees are whitewashed tombs. Mm. <laughs> Dead things are in there, but it sure looks nice on the outside. Yeah. And I just I hate looking on the inside. That's not peaceful to me. I don't like it. You know all these different things. And I'll go a little further into the whole. Um, not going deep within and things like that that the lord showed me later but anyways i was just going into this study and it was so colorful and beautiful and this word it's just so much more than just peace peace through everything in life peace in this peace in that but actually peace in the fact of knowing if i look within i'm not gonna like necessarily what i find because i am only human but i also have peace that The Lord gave me my helper the Holy Spirit that is going to help me in these things Mm. and I will never be perfect and I can have peace in that by looking within and seeing so far from perfectness every time I look in I'm like ew (laughs) I've never looked in and been like there you are you glorious heart of diamonds and pearls like it never happens like that it's always like I have not loved people properly lately and mostly the people I haven't loved properly are the closest people to me You know, the Mm. people that I know will love me no matter what. I can call him a name because he's still going to love me, right?
0: Mm.
1: Huh? Yeah. Okay, good.
0: That's another trap.
1: (laughs) No, you just say, yes, I will. There you go. Good job. (laughs) He's nodding if you're just listening. But anyways. um, And so then it goes into, there was this, there was a saying that a lot of people said in Israel, and I think it was on Friday, and usually everyone says shalom. Which means hi there. Or if you're if you're Hawaiian, it's aloha. Like, I mean, yeah. it's just your hi, hello. Yeah. And they would always say shalom. But on this special day, Friday, was it Friday? Was it Saturday? It was Friday and Saturday they would say this because it's at the end of the week. Shabbat, well, it's, shalom. It's
0: the, it's the beginning of Shabbat. It's the beginning of Sabbath.
1: Yes, yes. And so they would start saying instead of just shalom throughout the week, they would start saying Shabbat, shalom. And so Brad, of course, explained to us, you know, what the Sabbath, which they call Shabbat, looks like and all the stuff we actually got to have a Sabbath when we were yeah. in Israel. And I'm telling you, it was the most refreshing, amazing thing because if you're hiking several miles a day, sweating, learning constantly, I mean it is glorious, but you get real tired. And so we yeah. had we had a rest right in the middle of those two weeks. And I mean, it was so it was so amazing, like
0: yeah. Well, and it was really <laughs> refreshing too because the one we we had been hiking several miles a day, yes. You know, up until like how many days in was that? I want to say it was six. About six days mm-hmm. in, and you know we were trying to prepare for that ahead of time, but um, Brad pops in there and he goes, "Hey, tomorrow we're gonna be able to experience a legitimate Shabbat, a legitimate Sabbath." And so we were like, cool. We were we were in Galilee. Uh, you know, oh, off of the Sea of Galilee so staying at like this hotel or whatever. And literally it turned out to be the hottest flipping day. Yes. The wind changed, and so then the wind was coming out of like Saudi Arabia with that hot desert heat that oh. came down into Israel. And so the one day that we picked to kind of set out was like the most would have been the most miserable day. Oh my to, gosh. Uh, Yeah, to have hiked. So we were sitting there going, "Man, like this is what favor feels like, right?" Yes. Because <laughs> there it were other glorious. groups that actually went out and hiked that day, and they came back looking like somebody had just beat them up. You know, and then just ran them through the coals, and they came back, and we were all refreshed and ready to go. It was amazing. It,
1: it really was, and we, we got to sit on the shores of the Sea of Galilee and watch the waves, and it was just, oh my gosh, so beautiful and so yeah. needed. And, of course, you know, Brad talked about the importance of the Sabbath and what that, you know, looks like in his family's life and what it could look like in ours. And, and you know, even the Lord rested, and, and Sabbath isn't for the Lord. He made it for us to be able to yeah. rest and and be able to sit and so something that i was reading a little further in, something that really connects with shalom and shabbat is that the lord has given us time or hopefully we're taking the time um one day a week to sit and assess your heart and rest and you know all these different things and it's 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 just fuel and it's beautiful and it's the way it's supposed to be Mm. and I'm telling you we were ready to go the next day like after Sabbath like it was a totally different story like we were fully rested we you know our sunburns had calmed down a little bit all this stuff like we were like ready to go for the next week you know in Israel of all the studying and learning and we had that day to sit and rest and assess what was in our hearts Mm. and That sometimes is not comfortable, like I said earlier, but it's so needed and we have to do it. We can't just push things down over and over and over again because it's just going to hurt a lot more when the Lord pulls it up because he does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love this. Let me read this real quick. This is an article I was reading. What if one day a week we focused on not just a day of rest, but a day of getting our wholeness restored? That's exactly what it felt like in Israel that day that we got to rest.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. It and and the other thing that Brad kind of taught us there was, in the, in the mind of of the Hebrews, they don't they don't um, like we kind of in America. There's kind of like this saying that ready for the weekend, you know, and mm-hmm. everybody just kind of battles hard Monday through Friday to you know so that they can get ready for the weekend, you know, and so then you use the weekend as a way to rest from your week when the the way that they were phrasing it and the Mm -hmm. way that Brad was teaching us was the Sabbath was there to help prepare you for the work week when we kind of see it as it's a break from this like because Mm -hmm. we're looking for, you know, like, oh man, I'm just going to go, 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 go so then I can rest here. But you get to rest here so that you can, you know, it, it makes it look go from just as in like I need to unplug to more of a preparation day. Mm-hmm. I'm resting in preparation because out of my Sabbath, the rest of the week is going to unfold versus the, I can't wait for this week to be over so I can, you know, rest. Yes, on yes. The weekend.
1: You're not living for the weekend. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But this this is something really beautiful, too, when we're talking about um, the Sabbath. And a prayer that you can pray or think on you know is may your next week begin with a sense of inner rest and completeness where nothing is lacking mm. and bringing you that inner peace that recenters us on the one who gives that day to us mm. re-centering our focus because a lot of the times our focus gets averted if you have too much on your to-do list if you have a child if you have a job Anything could be a distraction where it veers your vision and your focus away from the Lord and on something else. so easy to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, did you have anything in mind? I felt like maybe you had like... Okay, you're good? Okay, I just didn't want to keep going if you had something. No, go ahead. Okay, awesome. So um, the next morning I woke up and I was like, I'm digging more into um, this whole peace, shalom situation. And so I just wrote that peace is addressing our hearts. And then I heard the Lord uh, remind me of Psalms... 34:14 turn away from evil and do good seek peace and pursue it and of course i looked up what peace meant and of course it meant shalom in mm-hmm. there yeah um and so it just makes it, it makes um a lot of verses come to life whenever you realize when it says peace it actually means shalom which has that suitcase of meanings that we were talking about earlier so i really encourage you for some of those scriptures you might um the lord might even lay a scripture on your heart that has to do with peace go and look it through through the lens of shalom and it will totally like blow your mind some of those things and my the next thing i really want to dive into that the lord is showing me is the difference between a peacemaker and a peace keeper because of course um the, ser- the the sermon on the mount And the beatitudes you know talks about peacemakers and and the lord says and jesus said blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of god and that's found in matthew 5 verse 9. and so of course he brought that to me and i was like oh my gosh a peacemaker a shalom maker what does that even look like Mm. and he had me do like a little t-chart okay like a pros and cons kind of thing so he had peacemakers on one side then i put peacekeepers on the other and so, one of the first things I heard is that peacemakers, they actually confront the problem. And I was like, oh, that's scary. I don't like that. Like, mm-hmm. I was running to, I was like, oh, no. So, peacemakers, they actually confront the problem. And then, peacekeepers actually cover up the problem. Like, let's just um, sweep that under the rug because that's not cute and it's not pretty. And so, you can try to take my piece, like what you're talking about earlier, you know, like robbing the piece or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> peacekeepers are like, well, I'm just going to hold this down as long as I can. And then, eventually, I'm going to explode.
1: Exactly. But we can wait yeah. till the explosion. Yeah, let's,
0: let's wait. Let's wait till all the way at the end when I don't have any fuse left. And then <laughs> it's boom. And then
1: I breathe fire and yeah. everyone dies. So that's pretty right. much the plan of the peacekeeper. Yeah,
0: because you're keeping it as long as you can.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. And then the next one, of course, with peacemakers, they actually have a real peace, a real shalom, whenever the peacekeepers tend to give off the false peace. Or they're actually okay with false peace. Like I think... I think what false peace can look like is what I was talking about earlier like you're not willing to look within. You just keep the outside looking real tidy and what people think of you, keep yeah. that clean. And that, that'll yeah. work. That'll do. But it's yeah. a it's a false shalom because you're not assessing your heart. And you know, I think you said this earlier whenever we were just talking, but like the the presence of shalom, the presence of peace has nothing to do with uncomfortable or comfortable um, You know, even the situations going on in your life, good, bad, that honestly shouldn't mess with shalom.
0: Yeah, shalom has nothing to do with your circumstances. Yeah, and and, nothing. It's (laughs) it's all what's on the inside.
1: It's so hard to make that division, you know, in your mind and in your Mm -hmm. heart. But but it can be. It can
0: be made. So well, you you know, so you think about it. um, I always I always think about it like this. Uh, Real peace is when when I. Um, humble myself yes and and I approach a situation to actually see the the proper outcome right like mm-hmm. something that represents Christ actually coming forward whether that's confronting somebody or you know uh, you know because I think that there's a difference between when we confront something actually looking to make peace Versus when we confront something just to make ourselves oh. feel better.
1: Oh, yeah. Feeling that like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to tell yeah, them. Like, oh, I'm going I'm to yeah. tell them,
0: watch this. And and I think that that's the balance of, okay, do I feel do I feel like I need to confront this situation right now because it'll bring me more peace? Or do I confront this situation right now because it will bring peace? Mm-hmm.
1: It will to make every peace.
0: Thing, yes. Everybody comes out with peace a lot of times you know they they show you know you can see different movies where people um come out with something and you could tell that they have a selfish motive behind it the whole time yeah you have a guilty conscience so you want to say something or you're angry and you want somebody to know that you know what they did and so like (laughs) ultimately the end goal is 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 the peace that i'm aiming for only for me or is it for both parties yeah and and that is something that shalom can determine because wholeness means is mm. the situation as a whole going to be fixed or or am i just looking to fix my side of it so that i can look good on the outside mm. but really my heart is still in the wrong place
1: dang you know what that goes into the peacemakers is 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 love for others first yeah and then the peacekeeper is love for self first yeah. and that's yeah. exactly what you just summarized. well you,
0: you think about the motive of the heart right the, the the Bible tells us that that we look to the outward appearance of somebody the only reason why Saul in the Old Testament was chosen as king first was because of his outside appearance yeah nobody cared what was in the dude's heart Nobody cared that the very first thing that we see in scripture about him is his father lost those donkeys and Saul couldn't find him. He couldn't even round up donkeys. Sounds like, like a what, king. what makes us think that he would have been a good ruler of the people? <laughs> mm-hmm. But again, we look to the outside. And so when, when we're saying, love, when we love others first, when we're truly being a peacemaker, it means that I'm willing to sacrifice the way that I look in order to bring peace with somebody else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, how many times do we walk into situations where we go, well, as long as I look good, I don't care what happens after that. I've said my piece. I'm looking
1: out for me. Right, or yeah.
0: or like, well, I have nothing to feel bad about. Listen, blessed are the peacemakers. Not, not the people that go, oh, well, I tried to make peace, but then I realized I'm not in the wrong, so I gave up. Blessed are those who are willing to sacrifice it all to make peace. That are willing to die to themselves to make peace in a situation. That are Mm -hmm. willing to decrease so that peace can be made. God can be glorified. There in turn, he can increase. Mm.
1: I must decrease so that he can increase. I
0: must decrease. In order to be a son, right? Blessed. Jesus said it, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. If you're not willing to lower yourself in order to bring peace to a situation where you know peace needs to be present, then you can't be called a son of God
1: hmm well let's talk more about son of god aubrey or son in general did you see that was a good that was a good it's move. a good
0: segue that's good good okay
1: so sons here the greek word is huios. sound like i said julio but huios. i don't know it's h u i o s so look it up yourself and let me yeah. know how to pronounce it because we're, we're not study scholars that that.
0: by the way so it, yeah, Double
1: check everything that we say. Exactly. Okay. So that was the word. And it yeah. actually is anyone sharing the same nature as their father. Mm. Isn't that good? Mm. Man. And of course, Jesus did that perfectly, yeah. by the way. Yeah. But it's just like, oh man, I want to be a peacemaker because I want to share the same nature as my heavenly father. Yeah.
0: Um. One, one thing that, that I kind of wanted to share um, is... The shalom, peace, wholeness, completeness, whatever, whatever you want to say is called. None of that. A lot of times we say peace because, and and this is where, um, if the Lord is challenging you right now and like literally making you think maybe you are a peacekeeper instead of a peacemaker. Um, peacemakers do not back down from conflict. You, Shalom has nothing to do on whether or not there's conflict present. Mm-hmm. Jesus himself is referred to as the Prince of peace mm-hmm. in the Bible, but I guarantee you, if you asked certain groups of people around that time, he was everything but peaceful mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think that the Pharisees would have been like, "Oh yeah. Um, you know, Yeshua, that guy, he, he, man, he was just peaceful as can be. Yeah. He was rocking their world. Oh, yeah. He was shaking those whitewashed tombs and saying, but yet he's literally the Prince of Shalom. Mm-hmm. He's, he's literally, and we, we refer to that as peace. So peace and shalom have absolutely nothing to do with conflict. I would even say that wholeness actually comes through conflict, because if you are constantly running away from conflict Mm. i don't think that you know who you are in the presence of conflict in the presence of strife and stress and all these other things so you can't be whole because you don't know how to act in those situations Mm. and so shalom is a all encompassing word that says i have shalom because i know that i am whole i am complete because whether or not there are waves crashing all around me. Whether it feels like everything on the outside is falling apart, I can still know that on the inside, I'm In whole. I'm complete. I lack nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. And it, it, and whenever, I know whose I am. Yes. And whenever you were saying that, I heard that. Um, oh no. Oh, it went away. What from it? my head? The thing I was gonna say.
0: Oh. I was like, oh man, this is. I'm about sorry, to be good. you were
1: very confused. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. well, I, I was like, you were like, oh no, I thought maybe the camera stopped no. working or the. I don't even know what happened. It
1: left from my brain. What were we talking no, about? No, it was it was something with peacekeepers and um, peacemakers. Oh um, no! Dang it! <laughs> uh, peace I leave with you, Jesus says. Uh, my peace I give to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Yeah.
1: Oh, here it is. Peacekeeping is people pleasing, Mm. and uh, shalom making is God pleasing. That's all that matters. Bam. Bam. Thanks, devil, for trying to stop me. Yeah. Try again. Don't try again. Sorry.
0: No. Please do. Try again. (laughs) No, devil. Shalom shalom will not will not be messed with around here.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So was
0: there another one on your list of the shalom, the peacemakers versus? Yeah, there was one
1: more. Okay, um, okay. So this one, it is peacemakers. That the peace, the shalom, it lasts with the love, right? Because mm. we were talking about love, loving others, even confronting each other in each other in love, you know, right. peacemaking, right. and then peacekeeping. It's short. The peace is short. It don't last long, and bitterness usually arises.
0: Mm. Yeah. So think about this. All right. Think about a time. Th- this is how. This is a good gauge for. Um, how, this this is what you, uh, we want to challenge you to ask the Lord, Lord, what is my, what is my shalom like? All right. Like what, what, what is, what does that look like? Because if, if you've ever been in a situation where you decreased, let's say, I'm going to put air quotes on it. If you're listening to the audio version, because a lot of times when you um, say, oh, well, I'm going to be the bigger person. Right. And, and you you decrease in a fictitious way. Yeah. And you go, OK, if if you're not truly submissive to the Lord and you're not truly decreasing, then you're going to hold that in the back of your mind and you're going to hold that in your heart. And that's where this bitterness that Jordan wrote down, that's where this bitterness is coming from. And I would challenge anybody that's listening to this podcast today, name a time where you decided that you were going to be the bigger person. And if you truly let that go or if you held on to it. So the very next time Mm -hmm. that somebody did something to you, you came and was like, oh, man, even after last time. I was the one that decreased myself. I was the one that apologized first. I was the one that confronted and tried to bring peace. If all of these things that I'm talking about right now are kind of swirling in your mind and maybe the Holy Spirit is bringing that to your remembrance, um, you might have been moving in a peacekeeper spirit. And... As we all know, First Corinthians, I believe, right? Paul tells yeah. us that love yep. keeps no, no record. record of wrong. I literally was saying No record, my head. yeah, none. So when when you choose to decrease, you choose in that moment. You are saying, "I am going to submit because the overall goal, right, is for me to be like Christ. Christ is the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Shalom. So if I am to look like that." That means that I need to do whatever to decrease so that he can increase so that Shalom can, so I can be in Shalom and peace can be made, right? Not kept, but made. And then you're literally saying, um, I did it. It's in the past. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. But if you keep record of wrong, then you are a peacekeeper instead of a peacemaker. I see it like this, right? So, okay. So, uh, if if you have somebody that's been in in trouble with the mm-hmm. law multiple times,
1: yeah, like
0: me. Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. I've never been in prison.
0: Yeah, the yeah. Okay. Yeah, what? That's go hilarious. on.
1: What were you going to say? I was going to
0: say you've never even like <laughs> given anybody the finger, let alone. That's been true, in and with I never will. So. <laughs> but anyway, so our judicial system, right? It keeps record of wrongs, which is yeah. why you have multiple. Felons. Your record or whatever. yeah you have and then they'll tell you this is your second strike your third strike after your third strike you know you're doing a lot of years in prison or whatever it keeps record of wrong and most of the time when we are dealing with people that kind of push our buttons the wrong way and really kind of get under our skin yeah. we treat them the same exact way mm-hmm. and we think that that is justice
1: yep eye for an eye
0: Yeah, like we're we're holding on to that. So then the next time they come around and they ruffle your feathers again, you're like, even after I showed mercy to them the first time, they're gonna come. Fake that's strike two, (laughs) that's strike two. But Jesus never did anything like that. No. And you know when you when you think about shalom, I said a second ago, shalom has nothing to do with with what's going on on the outside of you. It has nothing to do with. Who slaps you Mm -hmm. in a disrespectful manner because Jesus says, turn and offer them the other cheek. It has nothing to do with you carrying a cross through the streets as people mock you Mm -hmm. and they laugh at you and they say all sorts of vile things about you. Shalom and peacemaking has everything to do with even after all of those things, you are still able to say, Father, forgive them, because they don't know what they're doing. That is Shalom. Shalom has nothing to do with how people treat you, what's going on around you, and if all of us are truly supposed to be like Christ, that's the picture of Shalom. Mm. And my Shalom does not change because of the atmosphere around me.
1: So I think this is a good way to end it, this saying. um, this, Because with how you end it, I feel like this is going to be really good. So in modern Hebrew, another common greeting is ma shalom ka, okay? Which usually means how are you? But as you can tell, there was shalom in that. And it actually means that they're asking what is your completeness or how is your peace? Mm. So I think we should leave, you know, in this podcast with asking you, how is your peace or how is your shalom?
0: How is your shalom?
1: Look within. Mm. Uh, Don't be afraid to assess your heart and see those places where you never in a million years would say, forgive them for they know not what they do. Or there's someone you're harboring bitterness towards because you haven't forgiven them because they did something horrible. And it's not Mm. saying that it wasn't horrible. It was, but that, but shalom means looking inside and there's things that need to be cut off and things that need to be forgiven and things that need to be made whole yeah. and complete and full. And it can't be unless we really, you know, look in deep to the places that it hurts to look at and we're scared to look at and we keep them way hidden because yeah. nobody wants to mess with that. But the Lord says true peace is in that.
0: Yeah. I, I just... I want to read this again oh yeah yeah um, and, and I switched transla- translations on you guys so that's what I was doing over here on the computer oh, I gotcha. but we're going back into into John 14 and it um it says Jesus says but when the father sends the advocate as my representative that is the Holy Spirit he will teach you everything and remind you of everything I've told you I'm leaving you with a gift.'" peace of mind and heart. Mm. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. Mm. So don't be troubled or afraid. And this is the part, this is the hope of glory. This is where your shalom comes from is in verse 28. Remember what I've told you, I am going away, but I will come back to you again. If you really loved me, you would be happy that I am going to the father who is greater than I am. And I have told you these things before they happen so that when they do happen, you will believe. This is the hope of glory. This is where the shalom comes from, that Jesus is saying he's going away. He's sending the Holy Spirit. So we'll have everything that we need. And then he's coming back. Mm -hmm. So my shalom does not depend on anything in this world. The world has nothing to offer me. It is all on the hope of glory that lies before us in the return of Christ and whatever happens at the end of days, that's what my shalom rests on. Mm -hmm. So if you have been where Jordan is saying, check yourself today. As soon as, as soon as this podcast ends in the next couple of seconds, I want you to just take some time to reflect and just be like, Lord, what, what is the status of my shalom? What, where am I at with my shalom? however you want to word it, put it in your own words. God wants to hear from you and let's move forward. Once we get that back into alignment, the Lord, the Holy spirit will show you the Bible just says that he will show you. He will show you and guide you. Yes. So let him guide you on how to get back into the proper place with your shalom today. Mm -hmm. Don't hesitate so that you can be called sons of God. Wow. Daughters. of
1: God. Thank you for that. Yeah. Whenever you said "don't hesitate," I felt like that was an infomercial. Yeah. Go ahead and call. If yeah. you don't, if, if you call within the first thirty minutes, you get two for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, you heard me right.
0: Yeah. Three, two. But anyway, I, I think it's just it's just important today. I mean, the, the Lord hit Jordan with that for a reason. I, I yeah. think that all of us need to. Check our shalom. Maybe it's on a daily basis. Yeah. Maybe we need to stop and ask the Lord. I'm going to start asking the Lord every morning, Lord, where where do I stand in my shalom? On the inside, what's in my heart? I do not want to be a whitewashed tomb. I I don't have the ability. Mm -hmm. If I'm supposed to be a light into the world, a city on a hill, if I'm supposed to be the salt of the earth, I don't have time to let my shalom get out of whack.
1: Yes, and I choose to be a peacemaker. Yes. Not a peacekeeper. Which yes. comes naturally, but not a peacekeeper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But anyway, I hope
0: I hope that you guys really yes. en, enjoyed this this episode. Um, you know, we want to be authentic in, in everything that we bring, and so like we've been bringing a lot of our Israel trip forward, and this had something to do with Israel, but yeah. it was just really something pressed on our heart to to or Jordan's heart really to share it in the pod, and and so there you go. But. We love you guys, and we're thankful that you joined us. But we'll see you here next time.
1: Yes, we'll see you soon.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.